proceed until apprehended. The Kissing with Confidence podcast. With Russell Wardrop, Kissing with Confidence founder and CEO. The seven principles of relationship management is something that uh, at Kissing with Confidence we've been delivering at all levels of business in all sectors for about two decades. It's one of our oldest and most established programmes. Here's a run-through of the seven key principles that make you human in the business environment. And who's not up for that? Who doesn't believe in that? Here are seven principles, the headlines of the seven principles for your delectation. Let me know what you think of them. And the first one is self-awareness is your touchstone. Self-awareness is your go-to. And that's closely related to self-confidence. And if we had a word cloud for the skills and abilities that people need to have in the business environment to be effective, self-confidence would be the biggest word in that word cloud. So let me tell you where self-confidence comes from. Self-confidence comes from collecting skills. Yeah, collecting skills. If you want to get good at something, you have to collect the skills associated with that thing. There's no magic to it. And that takes effort and time. But that's the easy part. The more challenging part is when you get feedback. And when you get feedback on your efforts, that can be quite painful, especially if it's given by someone you're not keen on. But that's self-awareness. Self-awareness is taking that feedback, objectively looking at it, and do something about it. Doing something about it. And that's a virtuous cycle. Because if you get that feedback and you do something about it, you look for the skills again. You look to up your skills and you become more self-confident. As you become more self-confident, you become more self-aware. As you become more self-aware, you get more feedback. You ask for more feedback, you crave the feedback, and then you go collect more skills. And as you collect more skills, you become more self-confident. It's a virtuous cycle. So number one is self-awareness is your touchstone. Number two, accentuate the positive. Now that's a big one in the current climate. Accentuate the positive is about being optimistic, having a good conceit of yourself, having a good opinion of yourself, being good to yourself. Yeah, Optimism. We like optimistic people, not insane optimists. We don't want optimistic airline pilots when we start flying again. But optimists see the glasses being half full. Optimists see the world through a good lens. Optimists have a positive narrative and optimists have a good opinion of themselves, yeah? You know that person who, when they come onto the Zoom call two minutes early, you know is going to suck the life out of you in two minutes and you make an excuse to go to the toilet. If you can't think of that person in your orbit, that person might just be you. So principle number two of the seven is accentuate the positive. Now, number three is be a chameleon. Adapt according to your circumstances and adapt to your environment. Now, this always causes a little bit of a debate. How do I square being a chameleon with being authentic? Well, if you are never a chameleon at all and you feel you have to be authentically you all the time, you're going to offend everyone you meet. You are not the same with everyone you meet. You don't speak in the same manner to your mum or your gran when you're over for a cup of tea when you're allowed to do that again, as you do with your mates down the pub when you're allowed to do that. You don't speak to your boss in a formal situation the way you do to your colleagues in an informal situation. So be a chameleon means adapting according to the environment or the various environments in which you find yourself. 
Now think about the various different environments you find yourself in. Yeah? The best chameleons are still authentic to themselves, but they adapt certain things in order to not fit in, in order to behave appropriately in that environment. Let me give you an example. I was pitching to a new client just this week, and I noticed in their website, everything was very formal, so formal, the very, very conservative end of financial services. And I can tell you, everyone, I put on a shirt and tie, and I didn't put on my jacket, but I had it behind my chair just in case. Now, what was that? That was me showing respect to the situation I was going into. I'm not telling you what to wear. I'm not telling you how to speak. I'm telling you, you are naive if you don't think the best rainmakers are chameleons. Now, number four, be appropriately memorable. Think about that. Be appropriately memorable. If you're not visible, you are invisible. What's the first thing you see about people? Well, now it's how they appear in the Zoom room. What's the first thing you notice about them? Their hair, their shirt, their background, whether they look like your favourite newsreader or the local mafia don in witness protection. So your comportment really matters. The whole thing, your presentation and your body language matters. Think about that. And then what about your small talk? Have you got good chat? Can you engage as a human being with people and be, dare I say, likeable? And after that, you might get a chance to display your knowledge and you've got to do that in 10, 20 or 30 seconds, not 10 minutes. And think about that in terms of being appropriately memorable. You get to display your knowledge after we see how you appear to us, after we look at your body language and after we maybe get a little bit of human small talk. So be appropriately memorable is number four of the seven. The number five always excites a little bit of interesting discussion between the generations. Number five is master modern manners. Now, when I say modern manners, I mean, do you use tech effectively? What are you doing on that mobile phone when you should be engaging on that call or on that meeting or in that training session? Do you engage over the internet? It always was apparent in the room when people were not paying attention. It's just as important in the Zoom. Now, here's a little test for you. What do people do in the work environment that really pisses you off? You could make a little list on that. And it's generational sometimes, and it's different cult cultural as well. But think about what really winds you up in the work environment. Make a list. And then you have to ask yourself, do I do any of those? What do I do? I'm the one that always turns up late. Am I the one that has to leave early? Am I the one, what is it? whatever it is, do you want to be known as someone who has bad manners? Yeah. And then after you think about that, the ones that you might do, have you got any that you've got a little bit of a hair trigger response on? Anyone that wind you up a little too much so that you, you obscure the objective of the environment you're in because you get phased by someone's behaviour. So there's a couple of things to think about. Do you do any of the ill-mannered things in the real environment or the virtual environment? And have you got a little bit of a bee in your bonnet about certain things that certain people do? Because you've got to cut people a little bit of slack these days. Number six, guard your reputation. 
Guard your reputation. Now, in the modern world, I'm not going to go into the politics of reputation. I stay well clear of that, off of all of social media. But here's what I want you thinking about. This is about you putting your reputation out there because nobody does that for you apart from you and your mum. Yeah? So what do you want to be known for? What do you want to be known as? And here specifically is how you guard your reputation. First of all, have good business hygiene. Be aware of the modern manners. Are you speaking about your specialism? Or are you writing about your specialism? Or are you speaking and writing about your specialism? Because if you want to be visible in your business environments, that essentially is how you do that. So think about that. Are you putting your profile out there inside your own organisation and external to your own organisation by speaking about it? Have you got that cracking 30-minute seminar off part? And or writing about it. Blogs, white papers, PR articles. That's how you establish and develop a reputation. Ask anyone who's got one in any field. And finally, follow up and keep your Promises. Deliver on what you promise. I can't tell you how many people I know who make promises but don't follow through on them. How many people say to you, we really should catch up. And it's a passion of ours because we create rainmakers. Think about networking, relationship building and selling. One of the most powerful things you can do is to be somebody who delivers on their promises and do exactly what it says on the tin. In other words, if you say you're going to follow up with a phone call, if you say you're going to follow up with an email, if you say you're going to do something, don't make excuses, just get it done. We really enjoy working with people who deliver for us. We really enjoy working with prospects who do what they say they're going to do. We actually really enjoy working with suppliers who contact us and who contact us again and who contact us again. And I'm not too embarrassed about thinking I've contacted them a couple of times. I wonder if I should do it again. Follow up, keep your promises. So there you go. Self-awareness is your touchstone. Accentuate the positive. Be a chameleon. Be appropriately memorable. Master modern manners. Guard your reputation. And finally, follow up and keep those promises. Those are the seven principles of relationship management or how to be a good human in the business environment. Have a nice day now. Proceed until apprehended podcast is produced by Kissing with Confidence. Find out more on our website at kissingwithconfidence.com.